Welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to welcome you to yet another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. It's your boy Jalen. And uh, Golden State sucks. <laughs> no, let me, let me, let me, let me start with this. So the NBA season has started. And while it's a very small sample size, I believe it's like three or four games in for a lot of teams, we get a feel of maybe how the, how the league will go. Now, there are some teams that are for real, and there's some teams that aren't. Uh, I, do a, I do a segment called Unpopular Questions. That's on every Thursday where people send me questions. Um, and last week, I got sent a lot of sports questions. Actually, last week and this week, I got sent a lot of sports questions. And on Unpopular Questions, I don't really like answering sports questions because, I, you know, I have the podcast. But what I wanted to do, seeing as though last week was kind of a slow news week for sports, I wanted to answer those questions on here. Um, of course, we'll talk about my early, uh, the, the first week of the NBA. We'll talk about the NFL. We'll talk about some college football. But I want to answer those questions. Um, I'm not going to be with y'all long. And uh, so getting back to Golden State. So... As I said, the first week of the NBA concluded, um, and we're starting to see a lot of things. Not just with Golden State, but with the league in general. We're starting to see that this, that while, again, while it's a very small sample size, do not get me wrong, it's a very small sample size, but uh, we're, starting to, we're starting to learn things about Golden State. We're starting to learn things about the Clippers. We're starting to learn things about the Lakers. And we're starting to learn things about um, other teams in the league. And one team that we have to talk about is Golden State. And it's funny. I got a question. One of the questions I got, and I'll kind of answer it now uh, in this segment, is, is Curry overrated? For people that haven't watched or people that haven't seen, Golden State has lost two two. They're one and two right now. And those two games... They lost by like 29 to uh, OKC, and they lost by like 21 or 25 to uh, the Clippers. And this isn't the same Golden State that we that we have seen, of course. I mean, no KD, no Clay, no Andre Iguodala, no Sean Livingston. When you lose that many integral pieces it's going to take a while for you to learn the new pieces not to mention as we as we currently talk golden state is the fourth youngest team in the league so when you have i think they have like nine players under 20 23 so if you have a lot of youth plus steph curry plus draymond green right now of course you're going to struggle do i think that they'll make the playoffs yes i do but one thing that people get on to answer the question is, is Steph Curry overrated, which I think is a stupid question. One thing that people get enamored on, and I believe people feel every superstar should be like LeBron James. Every superstar should be no homo, should be thick, big and thick, uh, should be uh, durable, should be able to, to, to give you whatever you like give you everything defensively and offensively all every night I, I feel that when people look at s- superstars 
they automatically think it should be like LeBron James. Not realizing that there are many different superstars and many different... All, every superstar is different in the league. LeBron James is, is leaps and bounds different from uh, James Harden. James Harden is different from Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is different from Steph Curry. Steph Curry is small when it comes... Well, Steph Curry is 6'3", but like stature-wise, he's small. Steph Curry isn't able to get down low and bang with the bigs. Steph Curry isn't a person that can take a lot of contact and, and just bounce up like LeBron or, or bounce up like Kawhi. Steph is a small player. And a lot of people say, why can't Golden State do it? Uh, Houston did with James Harden. And I say because that team, like, like Steve Kerr said, the teams are constructed differently. That team that, that the Houston Rockets had was constructed to let James Harden do his thing and we will just sit and wait until he passes up, passes to us for a three or for a lob with Clint Capella. Golden State's not like that. You have D'Lo. You have who needs the ball. You have uh, Dan. I mean, what's his name? You have uh, Draymond Green. While he doesn't need the ball offensively, he does almost everything for you. But he's not really a leaper. He's not a, sh a shooter at all. So you have that. You have, and then you have youth. You have Jordan Peele. Uh, you have uh, Willie Carly Stein, who's injured. That's another thing. Golden State's still dealing with injury. Klay Thompson's still not back. Uh, Willie Carly Stein's not back, which will definitely help with their defense. Uh, Kevon Looney's not back. That'll help with their defense. Alec Burke's not back. That'll help with their offense. It's just so many issues, so many problems. Of course, it's going to take, not only is it going to take a while because they're not back, but it's also going to take a while because, again, you you're in, you're, it's a whole new team you're, in, you're, you're, you're playing with. This isn't the Golden State that's been to five championships. Not at all. There's only, what, three players that have, three players on that current team that have been to all five, and, and one of them is gone, as in Klay Thompson. So no, I don't think Steph Curry's overrated. I think, what, not only is, is, he, is he not LeBron, but I think he, it, people are, are, are <laughs> people are, are, feel some type of way about him because of, I guess, how he's been quote-unquote crowned in the NBA. You know, first two-time MVP, first unanimous, three-time NBA champion. Uh, a lot of people say he's only like this because he played with Kevin Durant, even though they won a championship without Kevin Durant. And I'm not saying Kevin Durant's bad or anything, or he didn't matter. But um, they're saying, you know, Steph Curry don't play defense, which he doesn't, but he makes up for it. Or he, he doesn't play, like, on-ball defense. Kind of like Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson was terrible at on-ball defense, but he was great in passing lanes, like Steph Curry. He was he was anticipate he anticipate steals quite well or anticipate passes that he can pick off. He did that really well, and that's what Steph Curry does. But a lot of people are are thinking that you know, and it's funny. You saw we saw you know uh, Clay Thompson, not Clay Thompson, Kyrie Irving go off for fifty the first game. They still lost, but go off for fifty. We saw players like Kawhi Leonard go for thirties. We saw Damian Lillard go for thirty something. 
Like, we've seen players, and it's like, why isn't Steph Curry going off like we thought? One, there's only, there's only three games into the season, three or four games. Two, this is a marathon, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ex- Oh. What in the world? <laughs> My fault, y'all. What the heck was that? Um, this is a marathon, you know what I mean? This, th- wait until the season is, to, to, wait until the season is a little bit maybe halfway to see where they are and see what Steph Curry's done. Like last night, Steph Curry, they won their first game against the Pelicans and Steph Curry looked really well, D'Lo looked really well, and Draymond Green had a triple-double. So once once they start to learn how to play with each other, I think they'll get better. Do I think that they're good enough? I, do I think they're good enough to make it to the playoffs? Right now, no. But I think once you get Willie Carly Stein back, once you get Alec Burke, once you get uh, Kavon Looney, because their interior defense is horrible. In fact, their defense as a team is horrible. Because again, a lot of young pieces, a lot of people don't know how to switch, how to how to how to help side like. They're still learning that as a team. So once they get uh, Willie Cauley-Stein, once they get Kevon Looney, once they get uh, Alec Burke, and I'm not going to say Clay Thompson because it's still up in the air if he's coming back or not, I think they'll be a lot better. So yes, I do think, because you still have Steph Curry, you still have Draymond Green, you still have D'Angelo Russell, who we still have to, we still have to, we still have to figure out if he can be a perennial all-star. Do I think he'll be an all-star in the, in the West? No. But a lot of people are like, well, you were an all-star in the East. While I don't think he'll be an all-star this year or maybe even next year, people, the jury is still out to seeing if D'Angelo Russell is even, was even good enough to be an all, or even good enough to be considered that type of player. Because remember, he was an alternate for someone that got hurt. I believe Victor Oladipo. So we're still trying to figure out if D'Angelo Russell is real or not. You know what I mean? Like if he's actually a, a, a good player or if he's just, if it was just a one-off. So we're still trying to figure that out. So just, just, just give Golden State some time, man. Give Golden State some time. Because, like I said, you've been playing with a core of Andre Iguodala, of Sean Livingston, of uh, Kevin Durant, um, Clay, healthy Klay Thompson. When you've been playing with all those veterans and all those great players for so long, and now half of those are gone, most of those are gone, three-fourths of those are gone, and you're playing with, a lot of youth, again, they're the fourth youngest team in the league. Just it, it, It'll take some time. It'll take some time. No, I don't think they're good enough to win a playoff series, but I do think they are good enough to win a playoff game. I mean, to, to make it to the playoffs. So, while Golden State needs time, the Clippers have come out like gangbusters. They are who we thought they were, and that's what, that's for the great words of, uh, um, I forgot his name. He played football. He was a football coach. We are who they thought they were. But uh, I think Herm Edwards said that. No, you play to win the game. That's what Herm Edwards said. <laughs> but they're incredible, man. Uh, they're such, we knew they were going to be a deep team. But a lot of people, like myself, thought they were good enough to win the championship. And they're good enough to, to make it to the championship, of course. But... I thought it was going to take a little bit of time. You know, you have a team that's been there, plus you're in incorporating two superstars, two superstars, two top 10 players in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. 
I while I didn't think that it would take long, I did think it would take maybe ten or so games for them to gel a lot because again, you're you're taking a team that the own their ball dominant player was Dino Gallinari and Lou Williams. While Dino's gone, Lou Williams is still there, and he, of course he's still coming off the bench. But you you didn't have in fact the team wasn't as really that ball dominant because they couldn't be. Now you have Kawhi Leonard who need well, it's Kawhi Leonard. He's, he's, he's arguably the best player in the world. I thought it was going to take some time, but nope. <laughs> They're coming out like gangbusters, man. They, they, they beat the Lakers. They beat Golden State. They did lose to the Suns, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But they just looked inc- they look incredible, man. Like Kawhi Leonard looks like he's, he's in rare form, and the team's just gel. And the crazy thing is they still don't have Paul George, who had, you know, still recovering from soldier injuries. Showed her surgeries. So, they're incredible. I don't really have much to say about them. They're incredible, man. It, geez, man. Like, they, they, they have what it takes. It's their depth. Their depth is what really is shining out as in, who, like, like the other night. Larry Shamit is, is playing really well. Patrick Beverly is is like in everybody's face. Like, you know, Montrez Harold is playing crazy. There's so many people on any given night, somebody else can go. And it doesn't even do you know that right now, uh Kawhi Leonard is not averaging the most minutes of the team. I believe right now it's Lou Williams and Montrez Harold. The superstar of the team is not averaging the most minutes. That shows you just how much depth they have. So yeah, the Clippers are incredible, and that kind of brings me to the Lakers. The Lakers are really good, too, but you're starting to see, and, and don't hear this as a jab, don't hear this as no insult, but you're starting to see um, some concerns with the Lakers. You're starting to see that uh, if it's not LeBron James or um, Anthony Davis, they kind of struggle offensively. Yeah, Dwight Howard has had a couple good games. Yeah, Danny Green had maybe a good game or two. But KCP, oh, man. <laughs> KCP. This man is, is... This man is robbing them. Like, robbing them blind. The dude played 21 or 27 minutes and didn't score a point or get a rebound or get an assist. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that. But... Again, if it's not LeBron James or Anthony Davis, it's kind of sketchy where they're going to get their points from. Uh, also, defensively, they, they look really well on defense, but I think that's because LeBron James is, is honing in and focusing on defense. What happens when LeBron James maybe stops, uh, you know, kind of takes a back seat or, or, or lightens the reins a little bit because he's waiting for the playoffs? Or... What happens, Lord forbid, if Anthony Davis or LeBron James gets injured? You know, when you start looking at that bench, it's like it gets real shaky. Do I still think they're good? Yes. Do I still think, as of right now, they are the best duo in the league with Anthony Davis and LeBron James? Yes. Uh, And do I think they could win a championship? Of course. I mean, you have LeBron James. You have two top five players, arguably, in the sport. Of course I think you can win. But... That's something that we'll have to see, man. Well, well while I think they're starting to, to they're, they're coming to themselves, of course, they still don't have Rondo and everything, but 
I still think that they can improve on a lot of areas, which, again, this is all early in the season, man. All the all this is, I mean, this is only a week in the season. So, um, you know, there's, you know, of course, we still have a long season to go, but that's just what I'm seeing in, season, in, in week one. Uh, Russell Westbrook and James Harden, see, when you look at them play, you see a lot of what you saw with Russell, uh, James Harden and Chris Paul, but on a different level. That was a lot of your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. And while we're still seeing that, Russell Westbrook is a different one. It's his turn. It's, yo, let me get, like last night, let me get you this triple-double. You know what I mean? And James Harden, let me get you this 40. While the team still struggles, you know, they, they still, they're not the best defensive team, uh, Again, if James Harden's not hitting and Russell Westbrook isn't going crazy, the team's not scoring, which, which is a problem. But that's something that we have to see. You know, they have to continue to grow and continue to learn how to play with each other. Right now, do I think that they're good enough to win a championship? No. I don't think the team around them is good enough. And I don't think, and again, this is all only off one week, but I don't think that they have learned perfectly how to play with each other as in James Harden and Russell Westbrook but I do think that they are very dynamic and they 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 are good enough to at least make it to the Western Conference Finals I do think that but I don't know if they have enough especially defensively to make it to the NBA Finals so you know that's something that's something so uh I think that's it with NBA, yeah. I think that's it. Let's go to the NFL. So we're at the halfway mark. And there's just a couple things I want. I want to talk about some of the biggest surprises or surprise teams, some of the biggest disappointments, the MVP and the LVP. For people that don't know and that haven't been listening, to my LVP is the least valuable player, the player that we expected to, to propel into the champion or propel himself into maybe MVP and just hasn't. So one of the... So one of the biggest surprises to me has to be the 49ers. While I thought the 49ers were a really good team, I thought they no, I thought they could be a really good team, but I didn't think they had the enough pieces. I didn't know how Nick Bosa was going to be. I didn't know, you know, Richard Sherman didn't look good at all last year. Their offense didn't look good last year. We're still the jury was still out on on Jimmy Garoppolo, and it kind of still is, but the jury is still out on, on on Jimmy Garoppolo. I didn't know how that would be. As we sit here today, they're what eight and zero, nine and zero. So they their defense, their defense is one of, along with the Patriots, is one of the most fiercest defenses in the league. Their offensive front, their offensive line, is is so big and physical. It's not even funny. It's crazy. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy G doesn't get sacked. Now does Jimmy G have to you know? read a little bit better and find find players a little bit better while his off you know Emmanuel Sanders was big getting getting Emmanuel says getting Emmanuel Sanders was big for them but I still think they may maybe need a piece or two offensively but uh George Kittle like they they are incredible I, I was I'm surprised not only am I surprised that they're undefeated I'm surprised that they're this good I didn't think they were going to be this good and I'll be the first one to say it. I didn't think they would be trash I didn't think that at all but I didn't think that they would be at the halfway point undefeated. Now, you also do have to look at their schedule and who they played. 
But 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 like I don't know who said it, but you play who's on your schedule. You if 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 they put all bums on the schedule, you got to beat them, and that's what they've done. I don't know if they played an actual like a butt wall. Well, they did play the Panthers, and they did destroy the Panthers. They put like fifty one on their head. But other than that, you know their their competition, the level of competition is kind of kind of iffy. But they're they're one of my biggest surprises. I didn't think that they'll be undefeated. <clears throat> Another one of my biggest surprises has to be Teddy Bridgewater. Did I I know Teddy Bridgewater was a starter in the league. I know that he is the highest played backup for a reason. But when Drew Brees went down with the hand or thumb injury, I was like, ah, damn it. Well, that's it. Yeah, you got Teddy Bridgewater, but they have a couple tough games. I don't know if Teddy Bridgewater can win it. The man went 5-0. Teddy Bridgewater, not only did he go 5-0, he, got, he won him some money. There, somebody's going to, at least because the trade deadline is today, somebody's going to try to trade for him. I know they're getting call after call. Teddy Bridgewater, like if Teddy Bridgewater, would you replace him for Mr. Trubisky, the Bears are on a whole nother level. Teddy Bridgewater looks incredible. Do I think... He's, yes, uh, he is a starting quarterback. And with the right system, a lot of people said he's a system quarterback. But as we just saw, whatever system you put him in, he's winning because he just won 5-0. and So that is, that, I, I was surprised at that, man. I was surprised at how good Teddy Bridgewater looked. Another surprise is the Patriots and, and, I say it's a surprise because usually when you think of the Patriots, you think of Tom Brady carrying them. You think of Tom Brady's lack of weapons. You think uh, Tom Brady might, doesn't have this, 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 and this. Yet he is um, propelling them to new heights. But what we've seen this year is it hasn't been Tom Brady. Tom Brady's looked quite pedestrian, if you ask me. It's been their historic defense. They have, well, on paper, they have an historic defense. Their, their defense has only allowed, like, I think maybe two or three uh, passing touchdowns this entire year. And I think only once have they given up, once or twice given up double digits. It, Tom Brady hasn't looked that good. To be honest with you, it's just their defense has looked that incredible. So that, that's a big surprise to me. Like, I, didn't, I, I knew the Patriots are going to be the Patriots because it's the Patriots. But I didn't think that they would be good because of the defense. I thought they would be good in spite of their defense or with their defense, not because of their defense. It hasn't, you know, Tom Brady is on for the ride at this point. Uh, and, and that, that to me is, is, has been surprising to me. And the last team, the last thing that's been surprising, and I guess you can kind of put this, I guess we can transition from surprises to disappointments. One surprise slash disappointment was the Browns. Now, I say that because a lot of people, and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a guru or anything, but I told a lot of people, hold up on the, on the Browns. It's going to take a while for, to get that losing mindset out, to, to, to break down the losing uh, foundation and build a winning foundation. I said it would take a while. A lot of people had them in the AFC Championship. A lot of people had them in the Super Bowl. A lot of people had them as a top juggernaut team. And I said, Chill, just, just calm down. And what have we seen? 
We've seen Baker Mayfield struggle. We've seen Freddie Kitchens look like he doesn't belong in the coaching seat. We've seen Odell Beckham struggle. We've seen nearly everybody struggle. And now I think they sit at two and five. Now, do I think that they'll get better? If you look down the road at their schedule, their schedule looks a little easier. But this is this team is far from a championship. This team is far from a playoff win, if you ask me. Like their best win was the Ravens, but if you look at the Ravens, that might have just been a, an off night because the Ravens look incredible. I, I don't know, man. It's I thought they would be. I, I knew that they would struggle. You know, you know, uh, incorporating all the pieces and Kareem Hunt isn't even here yet. I knew they would struggle incorporating all those pieces, but I didn't think that one Baker Mayfield would be top five in the top three in the league in interceptions thrown this year. I didn't think that Odell Beckham was going to look like not a below average wide receiver. I didn't think that their defense was this terrible. I didn't, well, not, their defense isn't terrible, but their defense is, has holes everywhere except for Miles Garrett. I didn't think that Nick Chubb wasn't going to be as good as I thought. I didn't think that Jarvis Landry was, 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 Gonna be dis- was gonna disappear half half the time, and I didn't think Freddie Kitchen was gonna look this bad. Now again, I said just calm down, just just wait it out, give them some time. But I didn't think they would look like this. Trust and believe, I didn't think that at all. So that is one of my biggest disappointments. Another one of my disappointments is the Atlanta Falcons. You look up and down that roster, and they have talent everywhere on the defensive side and on the offensive side. Matt, Matt, Matt Ryan, who was an MVP. Julio Jones, who's arguably the uh, best wide receiver in the league. Devontae Freeman. Uh, they, have, they, they have pieces, yet they're terrible. I think they only won like one game. I mean, if that, yeah, I think they won like one game. Or, or yeah. They're, oh, man. I think they gave up on Dan Quinn, the coach. I think that... For a team this good, their offense shouldn't be stagnant, if you ask me. Their offense should not be stagnant at all. It, it's, man, damn. It's, they, they, they're not good. And, and there's, there's so many reasons. Their defense is one of the worst defenses in NFL history right now. Even though they have pieces, it's it just, I don't know, man. I don't, I do not know. I don't know. Um, is there any more disappointments, you know, Marcus Mariota, he got benched for uh, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, at this point, you got to call a spade a spade. Yes, I'm an Oregon fan. He went to Oregon, but this isn't Oregon. And, you know, him, Jameis Winston is... I'm not even going to say Jameis Winston has been a disappointment because he's just been what he is, you know. Uh, uh, offense, I mean, hella inconsistent. One one week he'll, he'll I don't know. One week he'll look like uh, have five touchdowns, look like an MVP. The other week, most of the weeks he'll look terrible. So I don't, uh, you know, that's that's about it, man. That's about it. My MVP, uh, that that was tough, man. It's 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 been challenging, honestly. Nick Bosa put himself in this list. Well, yeah, Nick Bosa's looked really well. Uh, Aaron Rodgers definitely put himself on this list. 
Um, Deshaun Watson put himself on this list. Of course, we see what Christian McCaffrey's been doing for the Panthers, how he is the head and shoulders, the best running back in the league right now. Um, Patrick Mahomes, before he got injured, looked, looked incredible. But if you ask me right now, the MVP has to be, I'm not going to say has to, but the MVP is Russell Wilson. What Russell Wilson has done with the limited amount of weapons that he has, he has, he has reminded us just how good he is. And just how, it wasn't just Legion of Boom that got them to those Super Bowls. It was, it was his accuracy, his precision, his, his arm strength. He's incredible. And I'm not taking any, Russell Wilson right now is a top five player in the league. Uh, top five, and, and again, what he's, if you put Russell Wilson, let me say it like this. If you put Russell Wilson on the Falcons, if you put Russell Wilson on the Bears, if you put Russell Wilson on the, the Browns, if you put Russell Wilson on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if you put Russell Wilson on the Cowboys, all of them would be Super Bowl favorites if you ask me. They all have talent. It's just they're, they're lacking in, one, in the quarterback position. You can argue the Cowboys, but I think if, if you had Russell Wilson in there instead of Dak Prescott, they would be Super Bowl favorites, prohibited Super Bowl favorites. So my MVP has to go right now to Russell Wilson. I think, you know, players like Deshaun Watson again, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Christian McCaffrey, Patrick Mahomes, they are a close second. But right now, it has to be Russell Wilson, if you ask me. And the least valuable player, this player, see, I'm going to have to cheat on this one, guys. The... (laughs) The least valuable player, if you ask me. I had to think, what was I expecting from this player? Or what was I expecting from not only the player, but the team? I was... You know, I understand it's tough to win in the NFL. I mean, just ask players like Sam Darnold, who has all the talent in the world, but now is talking about he sees ghosts. I had... My least valuable player has to be Baker Mayfield. And as I said before, there's a lot of re- things that's wrong with the... There's a lot of things that's wrong with Cleveland. However, when you're, when you're the head of the snake, offensive snake, which is the quarterback position, there's a reason why Odell Beckham Jr. has looked horrible this year, and that's because he can't get the ball. I wonder why he can't get the ball. There's a reason why Jarvis Landry hasn't looked good. There's a reason why the offense, in general, maybe only looked good one or two games. Baker Mayfield, again, is top three in the league right now in interceptions. He looks like he's he looks like he hasn't gotten really any better from year one, and. They're spearheading the the. He, he, they were they like a lot of people said they were expected to be a lot better than they are, and I think that while Freddie Kitchens has a lot to do with it, it also has a lot to do with Baker Mayfield not not being able, not understanding a lot of things and 
not being able to read coverages as well and throwing god awful turnovers it's just there's that so you know right now now of course it's gonna all change he can he can write it's only the halfway through so but he can write the wrongs but i think as we sit here today baker mayfield is my least valuable player so um before we get on these questions the nets the the nets lost man the Nets lost three straight um game five is tonight if they lose it's over with the nets are starting to play like the nets <laughs> you know that historical that historically bad bullpen is starting to look historically bad now uh our our bats have gone you know the bats have gone quiet and we keep getting error after error after error. So, do I think it's over tonight? I hope not. But what I saw the last three games, at home, by the way, doesn't really, gives me cause to pause for what's, what I'm going to see tonight at Astros Stadium. So, that's all I'm going to talk about the Nationals right now. Um, so, yeah, let's get into these questions. Again, for people that don't know, I am the host of Unpopular Questions as well. That's a, I ask my viewers and I ask people, my fans, or I'm not going to say fans, that sounds weird. <laughs> I ask people that view to send me questions, any type of questions. I'd rather prefer it not to be sports questions. However, what on yesterday, Sunday, and last week, I got a lot of sports questions. Um, and I wanted to answer them here because this is the sports platform, Unpopular Podcast. So... That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna answer, you know, some of this, some of these questions. Uh, so here we go. And this is what I'm gonna do before we, we get out of here. Uh, question number one: What is your top four college football teams? My top four college football teams has to be in no particular order. Has to be Ohio State. What what that quarterback and what Chase Young and that cornerback I forgot his name. What they're doing is incredible. Chase Young more than likely can and probably will be the number one overall pick. Um, from Maryland, by the way, I, I, I know him, but I don't, you know, we went to the same church. So, but what Chase Young is doing, he's, he's incredible, man. Chase Young is, and, and, and with Ohio State, it's, it's crazy. It's like a factory, man. They, they dish out all these quarterbacks, send them to the league and come back and look incredible. So, Ohio State, LSU, LSU from top to bottom is 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 a juggernaut from their offensive line to their quarterback to the wide receivers to the running back to the defense there to the coaching they're incredible they are that good um alabama they haven't lost and they have if you ask me they have the best wide receiver core in the nation <laughs> they're incredible they they are incredible and then when you when you think of four you have to you have to look at what we've seen you know, a lot of people want to put Penn State. A lot of people want to put um, uh, well, I would say Notre Dame, but uh, Notre Dame got smacked last night or the other night. Um, I am. I'm still gonna put Clemson. Now, Clemson hasn't looked the best, uh, but I'm looking at as I look at their. I look at who they played. They haven't really played anybody. Um, and because they haven't played anybody, I think that they, they've come out bored. Now, 
like like let's they played Boston College. They played who is let me let me I'm I'm look at their schedule. I'm looking at who they played. They're undefeated right now. Yeah, they had a couple scares, but they they played Kent State. Auburn was a good game. I mean, I mean, well, no, that was last year. They they played. They haven't really played anybody. You know what I mean? So with them not playing anybody, I think. I mean, their best. They're the 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 hardest team they played. Let me look. It's Texas A and M, and they beat them twenty four ten. So yeah, they struggle with UNC. But that was at UNC, and they always, for some reason, struggle with them. I just think they're bored. I mean, I think once they play a quality, like, like watch what happens when they play South Carolina. I think they will thoroughly handle South Carolina. And I just think that they're waiting for the college playoffs. I really do. So right now my top four is Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, and Clemson. So uh, there's that. Um, next question. Um, is Phoenix for real? Phoenix, Phoenix Suns has got starting off has starting off or gotten off to a great start. Uh, they beat the Clippers and they beat somebody else. I think they're like two and one right now. Do I think they're for real? No, as a sense of I don't think that they're a playoff team. I don't think that they're. I don't think they're a really good team. But what I do think is when you have a coach like Monty Williams, who's a great coach, who, who who's able to teach teach young players up. And teach them the way that they're supposed to go. Plus, you have a star potential player and Devin Booker. I think that you're gonna—they're gonna be okay. They're gonna be a good team. Do I think that they like again? I don't think they're making the playoffs. I don't think they're good enough for the playoffs. I don't—I think that they will fall out because, like I said, they're still really young. But the infusion of Monty Williams as head coach has done them wonders and has done them great. So. No, I don't think they're for real, but I do think that Monty Williams is a great coach and they will be a lot better than what we expected. Um, right now, who is the best player in the league? As, I mean, as we looked, to me, you still have LeBron James who look great. You've had Anthony Davis, but what I've seen out of Kawhi Leonard, especially after playing LeBron James, right now I have to put Kawhi Leonard. Now, if, if everyone's completely healthy... I will go down with the ship and saying that Kevin Durant is the best player in the league. But, again, I, I, well, from what I've seen so far, I have to say Kawhi Leonard. He, he's, he's looked incredible. Uh, has your college predictions changed since the start of the season? The only prediction I might change is I thought that it was a foregone conclusion that Alabama and Clemson would make it to the championship and Clemson would win. While that can still happen, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I don't know right now if Clemson can beat LSU. I don't know if Clemson can beat Ohio State. I don't know if Alabama can beat LSU. I think they play LSU this week. I don't know if Alabama can beat Ohio State. I I think that Alabama, I mean Ohio State and LSU has as good, if not a better chance of making the college football play or college football championship than Clemson and Alabama. But I do still think Clemson and Alabama can and probably will have something to say about that come college playoff time. So I don't if if something's changed, I'll say uh I'll say um I don't think it's such a foregone conclusion that it's gonna be Alabama and Clemson again. So 
Uh, next question. What happened to the Dodgers? The Dodgers choked. The Dodgers were supposed to beat the Nationals, and I'm a Nationals fan, but I do understand that the Dodgers had the best bullpen in the league. They had the be- one of the best pitching uh, rotations in the league, and they collapsed. That's how it is. They always do it. Um, the Dodgers, it's, it's the Dodgers collapse. So I don't know. That's how it is. And the last question before we get out of here is who's winning it all in NHL? The Capitals. I'd only say, and I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. I don't really watch the NHL like that unless it's like the playoffs or unless it's the Capitals and there's nothing else on. But I'm gonna go down the shit with the Capitals, man. That's my team. They won a few years ago. I'm going with the Capitals. Hey, home team. Boom. So there you have it. This has been another episode of Unpopular Podcast. I want to appreciate all you guys for listening. Appreciate all you guys for watching. Please subscribe. Please subscribe. Please subscribe and share. Uh, send me questions for Unpopular Questions, which is this Thursday. And I appreciate you guys, man. I really do, man. I'm, I'm trying to get better week after week. I was really tired this morning. But, hey, we get it together. We're getting it together. So, again, I appreciate you guys. This is Unpopular Questions. And, ooh. This is an unpopular podcast. <laughs> and until next time, much love. We got London on the track. I should have known better. Can't even pretend like I don't want it again. On a brain all the time. Thinking about the things that we did You did something But shit like this don't happen too often It's the way you put it down Oh, no one, no one else around Got me taking a step on the outside Cutting all ties with them other guys Where you, where you, look in my eyes Helping me
No relationship to choose what you do.